You're listening to County Live with me, Martin Johnston. And me, Chris Ridgway. Loads to talk about tonight. Lots of interesting topics. Uh, one of which is you've got the lurgy. Horribly badly. Really. I think I'm definitely going to pass it on to you by the course of this show. Well, you'd probably pass it to me, but fortunately, I think science has proved that you can't pass it through the airwaves. No, maybe not. So, Hopefully not. But yeah, with the fantastic <laughs> win on Saturday, loads to talk about with that. FA, Cheshire Senior Cup last night. Cheshire Senior, FA Trophy Cup. FA uh, Trophy coming up. Yeah. So yeah, plenty, plenty to talk about. Uh, you, We're doing this a day early, so you haven't spoken to Jim yet. But no. uh, what do you imagine Jim's going to be saying? Um, I think he'll be happy. I think he'll be very happy that the outstanding win, which was... Quite a statement, I think, to the to the league on Saturday. Beating Bradford Park Avenue, who have been right up there in recent weeks, they were the team to topple Chorley, you know, take them off the top of the table, so to speak. All oh, right, it wasn't forever, but they they were the team who were on the closest to Chorley, and then all of a sudden we're within a point of them, and it was a handsome beating. You know, that was not a smash and grab. That was a complete, complete oversight. We've, we've beating them pillar to post um, so be happy with that Cheshire Senior Cup not the most glamorous of ties if we're being completely honest last night but um, job done you know a 1-0 win in the Cup is as good as a 10-0 win you don't get any points for extra goals so um, he'll be happy with that uh, be looking at Truro in the FA Trophy on Saturday it's another chance for him to try and bring some players back in you know Jake Kirby's been struggling recently Sam Walker's not been fully fit so maybe this is an opportunity to bring these guys back in See how they're doing in terms of fitness. Um, it's, it's another new opposition, if you like, Truro. I don't suppose County have ever played Truro before, so um, it's you know it's it's another new opposition for him to set himself onto, and it allows the teams who have got a game in hand on County to play that game in hand, namely Chorley, just to kind of um, you know even the even the table out a little bit, take away that false position, if you like. But um, yeah, a lot to speak about. Uh, I think he'll be happy overall. Um, it's looking like another positive week in a very positive season. Absolutely, and why wouldn't he be positive? Um, this is Chris's interview uh, with Jim Gannon this week. Jim, it's a Thursday evening, a very good win against Bradford Park Avenue in the league on Saturday, a very good win in the Cheshire Senior Cup midweek, four different goal scorers, no goals conceded, a happy week for County. Yeah, just um, uh, in particular on Saturday, because it was um, one of those games that, despite the sh- short time spell from the uh, Altrincham game, it was a game that was really building up um, Great crowd, uh, great occasion for us to be facing a team above us, second place, third place. Uh, great, great game um, and a really good performance for our lads and a well-deserved uh, 3-0 win. So really pleased for them. Uh, Tuesday was slightly different. Obviously, we kind of stripped the squad back a little bit, added 10 academy players, tried to get the right balance between the pros and the academy players to make sure that it become a competitive game. And it certainly was a competitive game and um, we only uh, sneaked it at the end with a, a fine strike from Elliot. So really pleased for for everybody this week that we've had um, two such good games and got everybody a full game um, and everybody fully fit at the end of the week. So a great week. Not that we particularly needed to send one, but the win against Bradford, was that a statement to the rest of the league that County are looking upwards? Um, I, I think... Um, I think one result doesn't send a statement. I think people probably have been took notice over the last four or five weeks in terms of you know county start to get into the playoffs and um, you know that they've they've got you know people understand what we've got in terms of our squad, but now starting to see the strength 
of the the purpose of which we're going about our business now. And um, we've, we've we've not crept up there, you know. I think uh, going to spending more on winning three one was a a massive statement in terms of you know we've got that capability in us. And then you know Boxing Day, great crowd and a win, and then building that Kidderminster, and everybody then thinks, well, hang on, a minute, that's a fantastic set of results. And then we followed that up with another win at Alty away, um, and Bradford and. I think the collection of all those results makes people think they're in a great position, they're on a great run of form and um, they're certainly contenders for the for the top three. Was there any kind of fear that because there were so many fixtures in such a short amount of time coming out of the festive period, was there any fear from your side that there might have been a, a Christmas hangover? Um, I, I've been waiting for something to happen where I think that's a bit of a tie result. I think the... Um, Maybe the Brackley game post-FA Cup and maybe the Blythe game, uh, we looked tired. We looked like we'd the rigours of what we'd been doing the previous weeks had taken its toll, but but at the moment we certainly don't see that. Um, if anything, I feel Bradford might have been feeling the rigours of their four games in, in a short space of time. Uh, two really tough uh, local derbies against Geisley, a tough away game at Boston, and I felt that they perhaps were lost their edge a little bit, but... I think our players' um, conditioning is very good at the moment, um, and that's not just the strength and the fitness, that's also the recovery. Um, it's all really good at the moment, and uh, they're coming from one game to the next um, and getting themselves back in a position where they can give maximum effort again. And I think once we, we've got 11 players doing that, we've always got a chance of beating any side. And um, I think uh, you can see from Bradford, they, they had a suspension, they had a, a muscle injury, and you get another player with a muscle injury, and a, a squad uh, that doesn't have great depth, they, they they can really undermine your own momentum. So, fortunately, we don't have those problems, um, and we're looking really good and strong and fit at the moment. And it's nice to have uh, Sam Walker and Jake Kirby back this week, and everybody to come through the games unscathed enough to be uh, available for selection on Saturday. One player that really caught the eye on Saturday was Darren Stevenson, topped off with a goal, fantastic tracking back. I think he really needed a good performance and he delivered on Saturday. Yeah, well, Daz is... Um, we, we, we've seen glimpses of Daz this season and previously and um, and last season and we know we've got a player there. Um, it's been tough for him because he's he's not really scored as many goals and given as many assists as he's like for his own self-confidence. Um, but I think he deserved his start and spot um, from his the, the roles he's been playing over the last couple of games. He's been coming on and adding to the team, which is a real plus. Um, and with Jake Kirby out, it was, uh, I didn't have any qualms about playing Darren. I think he's a slightly different type of 11 than Jake. Um, and the one thing he needed to, to add was was probably that touch of quality in the final third. And we got that from him. But more importantly, um, there was lots of men in the match. Uh, but that he certainly uh, was the moment of the match where that when he tracked back and the power and the pace he showed in that. And that, that just under underlined really what I've been sending with programme notes about how hard the lads are working with and without the ball and that's that's been a real change this season. Does it please you that there's goals coming from all over the pitch? Obviously we'll, we'll focus on Bradford on Saturday, Warby's got a goal, Daz Stevenson's got a goal and then Frank Mulhern's got a all right, a slice of luck to get his goal but he's still there to get one and it's three different goal scorers. Yeah, well you, you're always hoping that you, your strikers score. Uh, I think we had um, quite a lot of... Um, other chances within the game. I think Adam Thomas would be disappointed and get a goal. Um, and our set plays were really good again. And uh, I think we had hit the post a couple of times, crossbar. 
Um, I think over 20 chances in the game. So uh, we're certainly creating the chances. Um, we've we're now got uh, the equal best defence record in the league. Uh, we've got one of the best um, goal differences. So everything's uh, looking pretty good. I mean, we don't want to be over-reliant on one or two strikers like Frank or Warby. You want, you want goals being chipped in from the side players like Adam, Jake Kirby, Darren Stevenson. Sam Walker's brought a few from his set plays from midfield. Bully's always got a goal. And then the, the guys who come up from the back are always going to get your goal. So um, really pleased with um, um, the amount of chances we're creating and also the fact that um, uh, our main three strikers are scoring. Um, and, and when you've got all those bits and pieces coming together, then you win games like the breath of match. You look at where County are now, third in the table, the turn of the year has, has been and gone. We're fully into this second half of the season, if you like. And when you look at that second half and what we've got to do, we've now got to try and crack on and get to those top two places, ultimately the top one place. How do you how do you see that challenge for the rest of the year? Yeah, um, if I was looking back on the, the, the first half of the season, I think that there's... Um, I don't think what Chorley and Bradford are doing is a surprise to anybody or Altrincham because I think the three good sides with good managers and they've got a very well thought out structure to what they do. Uh, what's probably been a surprise is to see, although Southport are in really good form, to see where they are in the league, to see where the likes of York are. And these are clubs with big budgets and full time. Um, Brackley struggling, uh, Kidderminster, you know, having a really tough month. Um, so from our perspective, to be sat where we are now, um, we, we, we're looking in a really strong position to, to, to see the season now. And, um, you know, we've we've worked really hard over the last four months to get better and better and get fitter and stronger, more organised. Uh, and we're still working hard on the training ground, proving the little bits and pieces that may make a difference in other games as they go forward. So um, if we keep that mentality that we've shown in the last, since the start of the season, but more importantly in the last six or seven weeks, then, then we'll, we'll keep getting the results and, and we'll be a difficult team for other teams to catch. Uh, the question is whether we can um, close the gap on Bradford and Chorley over the next couple of months. And if we do that, then uh, we could have a fantastic season. But we just got to take one game at a time. FA Trophy this weekend. Then we've got York uh, with a new manager. Um, so that'd be tough. And then we've got Leamington away. And So again, the, the challenge continues. It's a very demanding season. And if you're going to finish in the top one, two, three spots, you're going to have to put in a shift over the whole season. So a lot of work has been done, a lot of work to be done. So we'll just keep <coughs> looking forward and keep looking up. You're right, say it's the FA Trophy next. It's Troro <coughs> who are the visitors. What do you know about the Cornwall outfit? Um, I think they've had... Um, a really good uh, last couple of seasons. I think last season, the um, first time ever they got to the first round of the FA Cup, they got to the playoffs. So um, um, their record from last season is equal to ourselves. Um, I think the you know obviously geographically they, they'll find it hard to attract a certain selection of players. Um, but they've they had an indifferent start to the season. But um, you know they were undermined a little bit by uh, last season's manager leaving after a couple of games. They've been playing. Mm -hmm home games at Torquay because they they were in the process of selling the ground and, and relocating and then they haven't. And But um, I think the manager steered them quite well um, over the last several months to a position where they'll do OK this season and obviously they'll be looking at the FA Trophy as an opportunity for them to, to, to have a little bit of glory this year. So, um, like ourselves, they had two very good wins against two teams in their own division. Um, so they've got every right to be in this division. They haven't had it easy. Um, and they certainly, uh, the fact of, that was my only disappointment with, with the 
you know, all these teams that did so well in the to get to this round, the only disappointment is there's so many North and South games, which is a real challenge for fans and a real costly exercise. And that's a shame because some, some people won't be able to see their teams playing in such good venues up and down the country because it's just too far on, uh, for, on a Saturday. Never mind the Tuesdays that might, uh, might arise. But um, strong side, physical. Uh, they've got, sometimes they play 3-5-2, sometimes they play a diamond. Um, that'll cause its difficulties for us. Um, they've got a strike, couple of strikers who know where the net is. Um, well organised a set play, so it's going to be a really tough game. It'll be when, when we see them up here. It'll, it'll it'll be a game like a normal league game for us, and we have to approach it. Um, we've done our homework, and we're trying to get uh, as much information across to the players as we can. Prepare as if it is a league game, um, and we know it's going to be a tough challenge because they're going to make it really difficult for us. You mentioned Jake Kirby and Sam Walker look ready to come back. Are you happy with your squad now going into this game? I, I, I couldn't be happier. Um, I mean, obviously, when I came into the start of the season, I was really pleased with the, the squad. Um, I felt there was good depth and balance across. Um, there was probably a couple of areas where I felt we just needed a little bit more quality and, and, and bringing Jamie Stoughton and Elliot uh, lifted us to a, another level. Um, at the moment, everybody's fully fit. We've got Jake Kirby back uh, after his loan, and he's looking good. Um, you know, Paul Turnbull's back from his injury, so the squad's really strong at the moment. Um, obviously, it's, it's January and the new year. You're always looking at everybody's um, touting players around. The circle has come in, the agents call call you. So there's a lot of um, things we're looking at. Uh, but from our perspective, is that it's very difficult to improve on what's really good squad. Um, and so we're not just talking about Saturday, we're obviously talking about the rest of the season. But um, you know, if, if we continue to do well in the FA Trophy um, and we have more games, then we'll certainly look to add more players. But um, I've got to justify that in terms of bringing in quality that's better than what we've got. Um, if we have injuries, then obviously that's a different circumstance. You just have to go out and make sure you've got almost ready-made replacements to come in. But, um, but we're keeping a watchful eye on everything out there. And... Um, we are talking to clubs about uh, additions, but um, at the moment, I just want to concentrate on getting through the FA Trophy. Um, and then as we move into the end of the month, we we might be in a position to see one or two players add into the group. But uh, again, we'll just have to wait to see how things settle down. Just a final comment on the squad, then everyone's vying for places, but everyone seems to be on the same page. The morale seems great around the camp at the moment. Yeah, I... Um, I know it's difficult for those guys who played on Tuesday night because they're seeing the buzz of 4,000 fans, 3,500 fans on a Saturday and they want to be a part of that. So for them to turn up and play in a in a sort of a, a makeshift side with some young players is very uh, difficult for them and very frustrating when they play up against a team that's got looks a little bit more coordinated and organised themselves. But um, as I've said to those five lads who played that, that they, um, you know, there's no doubt you're all going to play. You've all played your part so far this season in what we're doing and you're all going to be playing a part. So they've just got to keep the spirits up and wait for their opportunities. And um, I'm sure that, the, the, you know, over the next couple of months, those guys will be part of the squad. So um, if we can keep their spirits up, because the, the lads in the first team at the moment, you know, things couldn't be any better for them. They must be feeling very positive, very confident, um, very determined and very committed. So uh, very healthy, healthy mentality about the place at the moment and um, if we keep everybody's feet on the ground and, and everybody concentrating on working hard and being successful then we could have a, an, another very good month ahead Jim, all the very best for Saturday Thanks so much
So Chris, firstly I have to tell you that um, on Saturday when uh, County were had that marvellous performance against Bradford Park Avenue, Avenue, I was listening to you and John. I was in the car going, going to the... nothing better to do. I was in the car <laughs> going to the tip. So, oh, that makes sense, yeah. So, probably, probably to put your radio in there. So I said to her indoors, stick the radio on, put, put a magic on, the lads are on. And of course, early goal. Oh. So, you know, that, that was great. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and then uh, one of the uh, a viral type goal as well. So yeah. we'll talk about that. But the main thing, that, that performance, you alluded to it before, they've beaten Chorley, they're promotion rivals, they're definitely up there. And we were saying, look, we just want to be in the conversation. We want to, you know, put up a good performance. But that is how you start the year, and that's how you make a statement against a promotion promotion rival. Well, we we said a number of weeks ago, Martin, on on this show, we were speaking about um, Chorley being top of the league. And they were winning every week, and they were just, you know, they were steamroller in the division. And we said then, quite boldly, that all right, it's great start to them, and credit for them for doing that. Um, but they're adding a lot of pressure onto themselves. In getting such a lead so early on, you've got to sustain that because then if you start to let it slip, the pre- you know the cracks will start to form and the pressure will get to you because you're letting go this incredible lead that you had. Now, fair play to them. They've sorted out that little blip they had. They've, they've got back to the top of the league. But I don't see them as this formidable outfit that maybe they were a few weeks back. Bradford Park Avenue caught them up and overtook them briefly. So... That, you know they've not been top all season. They won't be, won't have been top all season. Whatever happens now, come come the end of the year. So you look at Bradford and you think this is a team top scorers in the division, scored in every single league game this season. Within five minutes, County of that wasn't even the first chance. Matty Warburton's goal in the first six minutes or whatever it was, that wasn't even County's first chance. They've been comprehensively beaten. Now we'll talk about the viral goal. You know the the Frank Mulhern. Um, kind of hanging around behind the goalkeeper, the classic, you know, waiting for him to drop the ball. Everyone's seen it, you don't need me to describe it. But I felt for their keeper on the day, young Atkinson, Jack Atkinson, because he, young lad, that's his league debut. It was his debut, wasn't it, yeah. And um, what what Bradford have done, you you often see this when there's a club playing against County at Edgeley Park and they've got a few ex-hatters in in the squad. They know that County likes to shoot towards the Cheeland. In the second half, it, you know, it's an old tradition. Stems back to the railway days with the steam trains going past at certain times and so on. Um, but they know that that's how County like to play. They know that's what they like to do. So they try and upset the apple cart a little bit <clears throat> by making County shoot towards the Cheatland in the first half, just to upset them a little bit. Uh, and I don't think that's done the young lad in goal any favours because the Cheatland, we knew it was going to be a massive crowd, and he's got that to deal with. That's on his back for his first. You know, it's his full league debut. Never played at you know, never played this level before. And all of a sudden he's got one of the most intimidating stands he's gonna come up against this season. Scratch that, the most intimidating mm-hmm. um stand he's gonna come up and he's got it on his back. Right from the minute you know, right from minute one, five minutes into the game, he's let a goal in, his confidence has gone. Yeah, and he did and it you know, as good as the you know, the shot was, it was a money he could have you would expect oh, a better keeper to save. He should have saved it. I think if that goes up the other end and Ben Hinchliffe has, has that shot against him, I think he saves it. I think if, if Bradford's first choice goalkeeper um, is between the sticks, I think he saves that. Um, but he, you know, it didn't credit to Matty Warburton. You know, you, you've yeah. got to be in it to win it, kind of. And he took the strike and, it, and in it goes. He's made a couple of good saves on the keeper, but you could just tell he was a bit shaky. And the reason that Frank Mulhern was able to take that goal was because whenever he could. 
he tried to take a little touch to keeper, and I think Frank's picked up on that. You know, he's had his little sense going that this keeper's definitely got a rook in him. Now, he's 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 players have a, young players try and have as many touches on the ball to ease the you know to to get used to touching the ball in that kind of environment. Unless you're Kian Herver, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> the young Liverpool defender. But um, so what he's done is he's dropped the ball. Frank's knowing that he's going to do that at some point. So he's waiting for him to do it. He put it down right on cue. Frank's just zip round him, got it and put it in. So it was a nice goal and it's one that we'll look back on the highlights reel in years to come. And do you remember when that happened? But ultimately, um, it was a complete performance and that was a, a little cherry on top. Yeah, uh, absolutely. The, the fact that we've limited Bradford to barely any chances and the fact that every player has been on their absolute A game uh, and completely kept them at bay is testament to the gaffer and the players and what they're looking to achieve this season. So who who was demand then? Who who shone out in that performance for you? Matty Warburton got man of the match, um, and you can't you can't really argue. <coughs> with well, that. you were raving about him after fifteen minutes when we were coming back from the tip. Yeah, you were saying you know he's got a chance here of taking the game by the scruff of the neck. I think is the, what yeah, you said. He 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 really was everywhere. But for me, um, the man this week is is a player who's not always got. the the praise, you know, from this show and from from other outlets and from other fans and whatever, uh, it's Darren Stevenson. Daz, when he came to the club, um, he came with this huge expectation that we've seen him play against us a few times. He's tore us to pieces in the past. What a player, Danny Lloyd replacement, so on and so forth. And it hasn't really panned out like that. Um, for one reason or another, it's not worked out. I'll say for the lad, he he's one of the happiest people, as we saw in his interview with John after the game. Very upbeat, very positive, but he's come on knowing that Jake Kirby is now probably first choice at the number 11 um, position. He's coming because Jake's injured, and he's put in such a shift where he's got a goal, he's got an assist, he's done that incredible tracking back where, he, he, all right, he's not a tackler, he, you know, he, that's not his, his best position, but he's just done enough to put the Bradford Park Avenue forward off and put the ball wide, straight, shank it into the cheetah end. Um, so he's done defensive, he's done attacking, he's brought other players into the game, he's just been a constant thorn buzzing around this Bradford Park Avenue side. So for me, um, I've got to say, Darren, and the way that he handled himself in the post-match interview with John as well, just testifies what a good guy he is, as well as a good player, what a spirit he is within the camp. Uh, and I think he deserves all the plaudits this week. Yeah, and you just hope that, you know, what a great performance like that, he, you know, with playing in a team that's playing so well at the moment and in such a great position, that he can use that as fuel and kick on and give us more performances like that. I think I think so. I think um, we saw a spell from Darren Stevenson last year where he was County's probably best, most important player. Um, I remember very, very clearly kicking off an away game at Curzon Ashton where all of a sudden this guy's shown up and showing everyone this is why I was signed by Stockport County. Um, all the signs are now pointing that we're going to have another one of those spells because he's a man who's in confidence. You know, he's getting he's had minutes under his belt in recent weeks where he's not looked very confident. I went to watch him at training last week, um, and he was leaving people's on the on the seam of the pants for fun. It's the first time I've seen Ben Hinchliffe have to pick the ball out of the back of the net so many times, and that's all right. It's only training. But it's Darren Stevenson doing it for fun, what he does best. And if we can have a run of games with him doing that, then um, you know, then we're, we are in this fight for the for the league title. So Saturday, Truro. Yeah. Hopefully not a replay. That's a long way to go for your pasty. I tell you, <laughs> that, that is, is a... that would be a long way. But but you know that aside, 
Uh, and it comes at an, an interesting time for the squad and, and a good time, really, because, you know, you can get some minutes into a few players that you want to get minutes into. You know, it's a game that, I, you know, you would expect to win. So, you you know, good for the confidence, but you don't have to win it. It's not the end of the world if, if you do. The worst possible thing, as we said, you know, a replay having to go down there. But, you know, probably if, you, if you're going to have a game like that, probably the best time to have it. Yeah, I think there's a lot <coughs> to be said. In, in recent years... A few of us have said, oh, I'm not bothered about the FA Trophy. We get dumped out tomorrow, it's fine. You know, The, the league is the priority. But um, you can see now what confidence does for the squad. You can see, you know, we've seen games this season where Matty Warburton's come on and scored a hat-trick and got himself back into the team and all of a sudden he's one of our best players. Darren Stevenson's getting minutes. You know, He's going to want to play on Saturday. If he can get a couple of goals, his confidence is flying again. You look at the FA Cup, Man City earlier in the week or last week, whenever it was, playing um, Rotherham and they play a full-strength team. That's what the cup. That's what cup games mean to clubs. You know, they they have to win. It's happening again tonight. I'm not sure of the score. Um, City are playing Burton, and they've got De Bruyne and Jesus and all mm-hmm. these others playing again. So, um, the cup competitions mean a lot to managers and players. Ultimately, they're they're playing football because they want to win things. When it's all said and done, they want medals, trophies, cups, whatever. So, and the cliche we all tr- always trot out about FA Trophy: it's a chance to play at Wembley. But it's true. Yeah, you know, it is true. It it, it is true. And we've got a, a really good chance now to... The, the playoffs, I think, are... I can't say a certainty. We shouldn't say they're a certainty. But the playoffs are looking very, very positive. You know, if you're a, if you're a gambling man now, you're probably going to put Stockport County to at least be in the playoffs. A gambling man sitting opposite me is putting his money on County winning the league. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind being promoted. <laughs> um, you know, you would you would say... Even second or third, County should be looking at now thinking... That that should be the minimum requirement. We you know get us into that semi final if you like at the playoffs. So it's one less game to go through. Um, so if we can do that and get the FA Trophy, you know, and play at Wembley, it's just the the positivity all through the club. It's it's um, something that we really should be playing for, and it's the chance to do double bubble. You know, the chance to go and win both. So um, it's it's another great reason to get down and support the lads. It's another great reason for positivity to be spun out because. People who work for, with, around the club, myself included, you always try and find the positive stuff to go on. But this isn't trying to put spin on something that isn't there. This is another chance to go and do something positive. This is another reason for county fans to enjoy their Saturday evening and think, we're a club that's going somewhere. If we get turned over 2-0, 3-0, whatever, okay, it's not the end of the world. But it's not really going to do anything for your confidence other than saying, has the bubble burst? Yeah. So let's go. let's go win on Saturday. Then let's get back to focusing on the league, which of course is the main priority. And who's going to be your one to watch? Who are you going to be keeping an eye on? Do you think <clears throat> it's going to be interesting because I think he's going to play a full strength team. Um, but you know there will be people who you would expect to try and get back into that. Will Jake Kirby come back in? Will Sam Walker come back in? Um, which makes it difficult to say who is who's going to be the one to watch. For me, I'm going to say Frank Mulhern because Frank will this week have lived the life. You dream about of being when you were when you were a kid wanting to be a footballer. Mm-hmm. You know it's it's had hundreds of thousands of views over the you know over the course of the internet in this last week that goal. Not just on counties platforms, I've seen really big sports. We're pages. looking at Lekeep tonight, weren't Lekeep, we? They, yeah. They've nicked it. Yeah. <laughs> they, cheeky, they, cheeky Frenchman. They've used the video. So um, th- this video has been broadcast worldwide. People love it, and so now people want to see what he's going to do next. What you know? How how do you go out and? Proof now. Now people have heard of you. Now more people know who you are. 
how do you react to that? So for me, very interesting for Frank this week. Um, I want I want to see how he does. But you look around the rest of the squad. Um, Scott Duxbury, Sam Minahan at fullback, they're both finding the rhythm now as, as really key players. James Stott, if he plays again, um, which I don't see why I wouldn't. These these guys have been the heartbeat, really, and at the back. Interesting time, you know, talking about the squad and the players. There's always, you know, this time of year is, you know, rife for any football club, you know, chatter about, you know, who's going where, who's making approaches, you know, oh, don't let so-and-so go. And yeah, it, Comes silly season, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, where, wherever you are, and um, it's unfortunately Stockport County are a club who we have a great fan base, and you know we've said this so many times in the past. Um, there's not many clubs that have had a drop like Counties and still are able to turn out. Not I can't think of any other club that have had a drop as as big as we have and then still turn out in numbers like that. Unfortunately, um, and we've seen it again. People popping up on social media, Facebook, Twitter message boards whatever talking about who's coming in for who and you just think it's so embarrassing that people have to do this um to get some kind of fulfillment i don't know i don't you don't get any medals for it you don't get any trophies for posting rumors and you, you hear people who've got they've clearly got people have clearly got sources in the club other people are just guessing but you think you're posting stuff that you shouldn't really be posting on yellow board or on um facebook or whatever about who's coming in for this player. Now, I work within the club. We hear things all the time. Um, no one's told me that people are coming in for Scott Duxby. No one's told me anything about James Stott being moved on. Um, and even if they had, I absolutely wouldn't go and put it on. Why would I be trusted with that kind of information again in the future? Um, and why would I try and disrupt what's a, a really well-harmonised squad at the moment? So, um, it is silly season. Silly people come out in silly season and it's happening again unfortunately. I don't I, I don't get it I, you know I, people like that would rather have their one minute of fame in their own living room you know <laughs> in front of their laptop than you know they don't think about you know things about how it would affect the squad what other players think when they see that what the manager thinks you know and and the this squad at the moment is full of confidence the last thing you need is anybody looking around the dressing room thinking you're not going to be here or you <clears throat> or you know things and you're not telling me. Yeah. You know, you know why would you do that for like anyway. Yeah, neither of us do it but No, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a silly it's thing great. and it's it's not great. Um but it does it does provide interesting food for thought about it is the time of year. Um will Jim look to freshen his squad up? You know, potentially we could we could be talking about new signings coming in in a few weeks. We could be talking about players moving on. It's we just don't know. It's it's one of the things that's interesting about football is this idea of a January transfer window. Even though county at a level where that doesn't apply to us, obviously clubs higher up, it, it does. January is everything, so yeah. it kind of just the, the the money moves around, it sloshes around again, and it's interesting. January is always an interesting time for a football fan, um, at, at any level, and I think it will be for us as well for this division because it's the second half of the season now. County and every other club in the division are going to look at the strengths and weaknesses and try and move things around for the second half of the season. So um, let's see how we go on. But at this moment, I've got 100% belief and confidence in the squad that we've already got. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I, I don't get you know why players, why fans get upset at players leaving. Why every single football club in the world is a jigsaw, and you have to find people to fit in, and that that you know you have to, who you who you can afford, who you need. To, to you know what's available all those things have to be addressed and you have to fit the jigsaw it doesn't matter if you're Real Madrid 
or if you're Truro, you know, or that, you have to fit that jigsaw. And, you know, players are going to leave and players are going to come in. And, and that's the way it is. So, like you said, the thing to do is be positive about it. You know, oh, it's interesting we've got him or, you know, be when a, a new player does come in, back him because it's very rare that, you know, Jim Gannon gets this wrong. You know, we know he's one of the best people in, in this division. A, at persuading players to come and do a job for him and B, finding players that can, you know, fit that jigsaw. Yeah, uh, which is why I've got complete faith in him to do that. One thing that's, that's really interesting, and it's the it's a, it's a right thing to say, but fans shouldn't get upset about players moving on or whatever, is um, you speak to any player within the ranks at the moment, and not only are they all happy with being in the squad, they're all desperate to get minutes, they're all desperate to, to be a part of what is going on this season, because they see the progress that's being made, they believe in the gaffer, the coaching methods, they're seeing their own performances improve, they're seeing the players around them improve, this level of ability now has gone from here to here. Um, uh, you know the, the squad as a whole has really, really improved. You look at the games that we dropped points at earlier in the season. You think if we played them now, there is no way that result would happen. Um, so all the all the players are really, really keen to to stay and improve themselves uh, and become better players. And as a fan of any club, that's all you can ask for from your from your gaffer and your players, really. So finally, just a quick word about the uh, FA Trophy. Uh, not sorry, the Chess Senior Cup. Yeah. Last night again, you know, a cup. It doesn't matter. It's not the end of the world if you go out of that. But it can. It's really good. You know, probably the best moment of the last five years. We won it. Was it Tranmere? Was it three yeah, years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. What a great night it was that was. One of my best nights on the radio at Pure. You know, covering that and and yeah. listening to to, to how much everybody enjoyed that. So you know, quite quite right to put everything they've got into that as well. Yeah, it was it was brilliant. Um, you know, the the one thing that. <clears throat> One thing that it's done, um, the Cheshire Senior Cup, especially because we like you say we won it a couple of years back, is it's provided a little bit of, um, it's given it a little bit of a platform. People do believe in it a little bit. Um, so the fact that we're we're taking it seriously to a point, um, you know, we're we're not risking full first team in it. But there were some first team players in in that squad last night: Connor DeMeo, Elliot Osborne. You know, two again, of the most talented players we've got. Again, great for Connor to get you know minutes oh, under God, his belt. He's a fantastic you know. player. He's yeah. an absolutely incredible player. But then at the same time, the, the fringe players, if you like, Ian Ormson, he's getting some minutes just to prove that he's still around and he's still a more than capable keeper. But then at the same time, a few of the younger lads who I've seen training with the first team in recent weeks, um, some really exciting prospects there. Um, so the, the the fact that the die-hard fans who go to those games because they just want to be around the club uh, as often as they can get the chance to see these guys. Yeah. And, um, and they get the chance to play at Edgeley Park, you know, on yeah, the full oh, pitch yeah. in a match that matters. You know, it's, yeah, all uh, those things are great. You know, if if you're if you're one of those young lads last night, you'd have been buzzing. You wouldn't have gone to sleep till two in the morning just because of the adrenaline running through your veins. All right, it's a one-nil win in the Cheshire Senior Cup against Norwich Victoria, eighteen seventy-four. But it's. Um, like you say, it's a competitive game on a professional pitch, um, and for a young lad, that's that's a real box ticked uh, and motivation to go on and tick the next one. So, well done, Jim. Well done the, the players who played last night, and let's go and win that one as well. You can uh, hear Chris hosting and John Kieran, of course, commentating from Edgeley Park on Saturday when County take on Truro, Truro City, is it? Yes, Truro, Truro, Truro City. Truro City in the FA Trophy. Chris, thanks. Thank you.